A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hey signers, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We are re-releasing our Uranus episode for today. We thought it'd be super fitting since Uranus just went direct. Um, It's also the first day of Aquarius season for 2020. So we all know that Aquarius and Uranus are peas and carrots. And on this MLK Day, it's a good reminder to think about the change that we need to see in the world of about being agents of change and just thinking of themes like that for a day like today that's so important. So enjoy this episode and we'll see you again next week um, and have fun with Uranus. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm Lisa Chanu. And that's your sign, baby. <laughs> that's your sign. I wanted to Hell do the yeah. Joe Rogan one. What does oh, he say? What does he Dream say? by day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Your Sign podcast <laughs> by night. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll figure out a name for, for our fans soon enough because you guys are growing by by the multitude might we say exponentially yes exponentially yeah. we might 
<laughs> we just did. Uh, yeah, no, th- this has been such a fun last couple of weeks for us in podcast land. Uh, you, we brief, I think we mentioned it before, but now that we're recording, we had a nice little interview in nylon. Mm-hmm. Nudgy nudge. That was cool. And you guys have just been like writing us amazing tips and tricks and concerns um we thank you i'm learning a lot from you guys and i didn't even think of that as a possibility for this podcast to be like i don't know what i expected i'm so excited but to learn so much from people who are listening is like blowing my mind it just goes to show how much people actually really like astrology and how much they know about it and Mm -hmm. i remember going into an astrology like the first facebook astrology group that i joined and someone was asking a question and i was like whoa this is like way over my head bro Mm -hmm. But people, people dig it. People know their shit. And yeah. we love it. And a lot of people, like, it's so cute. Like, some people are, like, in small towns and where they can't really talk to anybody about it. And it's like, I don't know, we got nice little messages that it's, like, hanging out in the living room with us. And I'm just like, that's, it fills my heart with joy. Yeah. So thanks again. Keep sliding into those DMs. Yeah. Thank you for keeping us humble. <laughs> speak for yourself bitch yeah, I, not, not humble at all i got a huge um, ego still, still feel mildly superior to most people um <laughs> that was in my capricorn moon group they were like do you feel i forget what it was but they were like when no one else no one else can do the job as good as you and i was mm. like i'm writing this while at work silently resenting my coworker. <laughs> I, I i just came back from the desert in the old joshua tree and i i went with my two friends who are twins and Gemini's and they're super super Gemini e but they're the best hardest workers I've ever fucking met and I I was like you guys have to be Capricorn moon got that birth time got that birthplace boom Capricorn moon nailed it Gemini rising makes sense why they're super duper but I was like it's I think that was something I would have never been able to spot say when we started a few months ago like Mm -hmm. a cap moon like I, I think I'd have the very um, vague kind of stereotypical understandings, but like there was like the, the positive qualities that I saw in them. I'm like this is, you guys are very down to earth and you can separate your love from work, which I've always admired with like where I would like, like always be late for jobs. Cause I'm like at a boy's house. So like where they're mm-hmm. like, no bitch, we have Go so work. much work to do. Like, and that boy we're we're kicking him out the night before because we have to go get our shit done in the morning and um i just felt very you know hashtag w y s question mark pride for for guessing that correctly even though it is hard to guess i i will say i guessed a coworker's sign correctly and i think i freaked her out because i didn't (laughs) preface it by like why i was asking i was just like when's your birthday and i got it what was it she's an aquarius and i knew it i knew it that's a hard one oh actually i i take that back I think that one is like easier for me to spot now just because it was set, it was prefaced by saying, oh, it's hard to spot this person or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't know about men. I've only been able to do it with women. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, I'm telling you, it's li- just little Someone, little faces, yeah. little ears, little, little faces, <laughs> little, like small features, little faces, like they look like little pixies. Like that's that. That's that's fair. Well, and now you know what's tripping me out about guessing people's signs is the rising with the physical stuff. Yeah, I've Ugh, I've it's been really... tripped up by that too. But you know what I I just started doing is I just it it's worked. I just guess when I think their birthday is. 
and oh, then and say you, the uh, sign. I'm like, you seem like you would probably be born in March or whatever. And then it's like a two, one out of two, 50-50. That's pretty good. I still am very bad at guessing people's signs. Uh, but I've met a lot of Capricorn moons recently. I found out we were just, my family was also on a little staycation oh, thing we rented. Oh, fucking amazing. It was so nice. Lisa came one of the days. What? Did. Yeah, you had your- My invite must have been lost in the in- no, we truck t- mail. Didn't we tell you and Pablo to come and it just didn't work out? We told everybody to come, but just but we would have came. The, we would have came if that. We must have been busy. I don't it know. was during the. It day was during the day too. and That's the week. The, yeah, uh, looked fucking. Tight. It was really nice. We were just in the hot tub a ton. Um, but I did my sister's chart. I was wrong. Ooh. I've mentioned if Ooh. you were paying attention. I did mention I thought she was a Gemini rising. I'm wrong. Scorpio rising. Like, y- wait. You? No, I'm Libra rising. Oh yeah. Why did I think you're Scorpio? Because I'm a cusp. Yeah, that's why. And you have Scorpio and a lot of other I have placements. Scorpio and other placements. Uh, so she's Scorpio rising, oh. Pisces sun, Capricorn moon. Oh, so you guys have a lot of, I would say, a lot of crossover. Yeah. Events. Well, going it's on. funny. It's funny because what I realize is that we both kind of bottle up uh, emotions until they get to like a boiling point which is a very Capricorn moon thing which is like oh I don't need to deal with my emotions right now it's fine mm-hmm. like that's, that's compartmentalizing yeah yeah that's like it that's getting in the way of the work that needs to be done mm-hmm. uh, and so we both do that which I was like that makes a lot of sense uh, and then another girl I was talking to last night at a birthday party Capricorn moon and I was like that's Whoa. why yeah. what's up cat moons I think that's a really nice cap if you're gonna have Capricorn and also, also Capricorns are growing on me. I've had a lot of caps mm-hmm. reach out. I, I, I'm seeing your posy traits and maybe it's the things I wish I saw in myself. Also, I think whatever element your sign is, you kind of, it's like, I think we've talked about this before. It's like when someone has your name, it's like other earth signs, like kind of mm. piss me off inherently mm-hmm. and cap. It's like in order it's, you know, Taurus is the best then Virgo then cap for me. And now you know what? Cap's kind of pushing Virgo a little. No, they're not. But they're a little, they're a little bit out not, of the spot. You know, you've had you've just had more Virgos in your life too. Yes, yes. But it's funny what you're saying, um, Lisa, about guessing just like the birthday. Because I was just I had like a flashback, and maybe it's we're still in retrograde right now. I'm feeling very nostalgic, catching up with a lot of old friends. But I totally forgot that as a kid. My big thing, like as a kid, was I was a birthday savant. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm, while my class size wasn't big and in Catholic school, like I had all forty kids memorized. Same. I knew everyone's fucking birthday, and I realized back in the day, I used to be like, "Oh, there's such a winter birthday, or there's such a spring or summer," and I had it very seasonal minded but in my mind like summer kids were really outgoing and fall kids were really smart and winter kids were really like mysterious and spring i'm like that's me so like they're just perfect and (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't realize like i was doing like baby astrology not knowing well it's yeah it's just not knowing a name to it but just recognizing patterns and in people personalities yeah it was like i just had this moment because when i do go back home like and i see people from old timey they'll be like do you still know everyone's birthday and it's like i kind of do like if i know your birthday it's it's in my dome forever just like i i was the same way i feel like i've definitely lost that muscle the same way that i used to be excellent with names and now Mm -hmm. not so much Mm -hmm. but i still remember childhood friends birthdays Mm -hmm. all that where i'm like i don't know why i know that but i know that's your birthday i did i mean i'll i'll say all the way to like high school 
yeah i still like really remembered people's birthdays and now now it's just too, i think it's just because it's too easy because it's on facebook so you don't have to remember it right. the same way it's to like, like phone numbers actually do something yeah. Yeah. i realize phone i don't have is. my boyfriend's phone number like i have no idea what his number is I have no fucking clue. You should probably learn it. I though. should probably yeah. learn it just in case, like, of a memento moment. Yeah, or, or yes. like something. Or if you get, if you get arrested. arrested. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a funny thing, actually. Oh. Steve, I Steve made said that, that. Yeah. Steve did that very early on in our relationship. He's like, we have to memorize each other's phone numbers. And I was like, all right. That's know. a good idea. We should have sat I mean, down. I was about to say Steve's mine just for to- that. I was like, you mm-hmm. would get arrested. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's just, I think even... I mean, arrested is like the most obvious one, but if you're just in any sort of emergency yeah, situation or stranded and you don't yeah. have, you need to get in touch with someone. Yeah. You don't have your phone dies. You have to get someone else's phone. You can't go through like, I you mean, you gotta know someone's no, but number. that one I would call my mom. It's the arrested one is the one where you need the fucking boyfriend's phone number. That's true. Yeah, I guess. Well, but if you were, if your mom, you know, your mom doesn't live in the state, but she would call Scott. That's my that was always maybe that's what I've subconsciously had because I definitely know my mom's and I definitely know like my bestie who lives here. So I'm like, okay, I got it. But we should we should sit down and do that this weekend. Just sit down and memorize memorize each each other's numbers just in case. (laughs) Uh, How is everybody's? You mentioned it. We are still in Mercury retrograde yeah. right now. Probably I, not when the episode comes not out. Not when no. it drops, but I I got to talk about it because it's been like the predominant. I've it's had been... the most Mercury retrograde past like five days. I know. Let her rip, baby. Oh, my God. Uh, My car. Oh, no. My car on the way to Lisa and I host an open mic together every other Thursday. Uh, Chatterbox and Covina. Go check it out if you've ever thought about trying comedy. Probably don't, but if you have to, come see us. <laughs> you must. <laughs> um, I go to, I've already had a long day. This is the day that our Nylon article comes out. And so I'm like super excited, so cool. but was also dealing with some uh, some traumatic personal stuff too. Oh, no. uh, but it's just like a long, so long day. And then I go out to get in my car and the steering wheel is just locked Ugh. and like i kept watching i like was trying everything and it's like you know you jiggle it normally and then it mm-hmm. just like flicks in and there's just like nothing was happening so what? i watched all these youtube videos yeah. i happened to be at the salon and so that one of the things that they said was to get like wd-40 on your key and so I went in and I got, they have like oil that you put on your shears to keep that like lubed up. So I put, I got all this like oil all on my hands. Nothing's working. Is this hair oil or is this no, car it's like, oil? No, it's like uh, metal. Uh, well, it's uh-huh, like the uh-huh. same thing as WD-40. They usually don't on the men's, like the clippers to make oh. sure it doesn't rust. Um, so that uh, can't get it done. Lisa had to come pick me up on the oh. way. Thank God that worked out. And then just had all so much car drama for the next like three days. Oh, it still didn't get fixed. I had to oh. go get. I had to go back the next day. My uh, shout out to uh, George uh, at Al's Auto Center in Pasadena. He is a <laughs> godsend. Uh, he is. He is my coworker's husband, and he like came to the salon to check it himself. That is kind. And but still couldn't do anything. And he was like, "We got to tow it there." No. So it got towed, and then it was like, "There's gonna need." Then it was like, oh, it'll probably be done that day. But I let—I thought it would be done. He was like, oh, I just need another tool. So they took it to the shop. And so I left like everything in my car. And then he uh, called and he was like, actually, oh, no. looks like we're going to have to order a part from the dealer. Not sure how much it's going to be. Not sure how long it's going to take. And I'm just like, I, my house key was there. My clicker oh. to get into the thing. My makeup is all in the car. 
Uh, thankfully, he again, Godsend, brought it over. Uh, but then, it, yeah, it just it took another day, and then just all that of this stuff. Work has been so nuts. Like, ju- not even like big failure things. Just like communi- people have yeah. been so wackadoo in their like <laughs> communications <laughs> just like so slow Ew. so many questions so many just like mix up mm-hmm. things one uh i mean i was like never, oh never mind i don't want to say it on oh. on the air i'm like oh, i should probably shouldn't say that about redacted <laughs> just kidding but this uh, will be like our other episode just and then beep. i know exactly no more i need to i'm gonna watch my tongue i like now. i missed the beeps no but no one misses the, the beeps. <laughs> uh, today went home, had to rent a truck to go pick up a bed. Was there like so on top of it. We like got up in time, got it. It was like so fast, was a so efficient. Bed? No, this was mine that I had moved when when I moved in here. Um, we're at my apartment right now as we're recording this. Uh, when I moved in, there was still someone living in the other room, and so we were just like, "Oh, I'll leave my bed at my, I'll store my bed at my parents' house mm-hmm. until they move out, and then we'll switch beds." But switch a room. So we finally the the roommates moved out, so now we have that other room, so we can put a bed in there too, so we can have our guest space, guest chamber. Uh, super excited about that, but so stoked, so proud of myself. Get this bed in bed what, out what are we missing some tools nope Is forgot this? all the slats that uh, hold the mattress need the slats. in there uh and so i had to go i had to drive uh i went to like fix a speaker thing for steve's dad and then i had to drive back to pick up the slats so i've just been running around all I, day i'm right there with you with bed frame drama um mm-hmm. this might be completely uninteresting but you know what? it's just what's going on sorry this is us this is <laughs> this is us the show Ordered a bed frame, so uh, me and Pablo, we moved in together earlier in the year. He, the one of the few furniture items he brought is this ugly ass bed frame that is like a college boy dorm room bed frame. It is black. It's that thick black, you know it, you've seen it, you've unfortunately probably had sex in this bed with someone you don't like, you regret. Probably bad sex. And this bed, I'm just like, uh, and we have a beautiful window with a beautiful bird of paradise plant out there so i want like a nice beautiful french metal frame that you can see through to the window like i have a vision and so we order this bed and pablo's he's has so much virgo in his chart he's usually on his game and this fucker email texted me and was like oh my god i thought i've had a queen bed frame this whole time but it's actually a fool and i'm like ah I thought it felt a little small of a bed. And I, I had a queen um, and I got rid of my bed, but it was covered in cat pee and I still sold it. Like I told the guy who I was selling my bed to, I was like, I have my cat pee on it three days ago. He's like, ugh, I'm on a floor. I don't care. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I'll still pay you a hundred bucks. Welcome to Los Angeles. I know. He's like, whatever. Um, but bye, Steve. <laughs> bye. And that was um, Steve. Leaving. Yeah, you'll well, check out check out the Insta stories. No, it'll be way too late. I was gonna be like, real time, like, like <laughs> unless you like, highlight we're doing, it. We're doing, you like, can we're highlight doing this it. live right now. This is no. a li- this isn't a live event. Mm-hmm. Have you had any bed drama, Mercury? You guys, I like don't even want to say this because you are oh, gonna no. be so mad. But like literally everything's been going so well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I feel so good. I'm really oh, sorry. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah. I just don't want to rub it in. But things no, I'll no. I mean, this is very. It's just it's yeah. bad frames. Yeah. I'm like I haven't yet had anything. Um, 
drastic happen. I mean, I did have a huge list of things to do before Mercury retrograde and I did all of them except for one. And I mean, the one is like not an important thing. So what is it? Can you share? I just, it's like my aunt, this is like a dumb thing. My (laughs) aunt just wants me to pick out a birthday gift and I didn't. Um, it's oh. like not yeah that's for not even myself retro- it's not yeah that's not even retro- not yourself. Even, uh, not, yeah like she oh, likes, tell her she wants she to get it and i it's, love that yeah. it's like i just I, it's too hard but also i love when people do that they're just like send me a link and I'm yeah like, we started doing that for my family i just started making pinterest boards for every like holiday and birthdays and stuff where i'm like pick pick from this because i don't want to be angry with you we talked about this when you get a, a gift that's oh, yeah like it's, not yeah. for like, someone or like you want you want to let help them help them gift you something nice mm-hmm. yeah and um i do have my boyfriend's birthday coming up and i have not got him a gift yet that's my main thing that i'm like sweating about right now is he easy to get no he's impossible and Mm -hmm. um he like like told me what he wanted but it's something that you just should like i'm not gonna i'm i'll do it but i'm not gonna give you that as like your birthday gift i think it's non-sexual it's like he wants me to do some graphic design thing for it's like yeah i'm not gonna do that as your birthday gift well i think uh as also dating an Aries man who has a birthday coming up. Uh, I don't know if Scott is like this too, but Steve is always like, if I want something, I just buy it for myself. Mm-hmm. Scott like, said, how about you get me? <laughs> um, so he was like, how about you get me an ottoman that I can put my feet on? Because you're always taking up the whole couch and you yell at me if I put my feet on the table. And I'm like, oh, cool. So Thank me you. asking you oh, what yeah. you wanted turned into an insult. Thanks so much. Well, thanks so much for roasting me. Also, like, we have an ottoman. Just move it in front of your feet, um, you lazy fuck. Are li- you listening? <laughs> literally, have Happy birthday, Scott. <laughs> um, literally have the same struggle. My t- coffee table is from my great-grandma and bf puts his big clobbering ass feet on it all the time and i just see it but like and also i'm a coaster freak i don't know if anyone else um shares that drive but it's just like i ordered like 19 coasters from amazon use them and we have an ottoman just like scooch the table to the side if you're big kick your feet upper same i put also a, put your feet on an ottoman the whole thing for me is it's the only table in our house so it's like this is where we eat all of our meals this is where uh-huh. like uh-huh. this is the only table we have in like our you have home. street shit on your right like, maybe yeah. you and kick up like, your shoes either yeah way, his shoes are off but it's still it's just still take feet, your feet it, off the table it's gross I have down vote feet on table. I mean, we don't have I there's this table. We don't really do feet on the table, but I do have like low key really nice or expensive things that I don't know if Steve realizes that they're like very nice or uh-huh. expensive. Mm-hmm. And so like one of the things is that I have these pillows on our bed that are like amazing Tempur-Pedic uh like they're they're perfectly shaped and everything so it's like so good i mean i can't now when i sleep without them it's Mm -hmm. like nuts and he always like folds them in half Uh -uh. and when i get out of bed in the morning he'll like roll over it's and then so i've like tried make being like all right this is your okay you can do that with your your pillow that's fine if that's what makes you sleep better cool i'll let it happen but when i get out of bed sleep at night when i get out of bed this motherfucker rolls over to my side Uh -uh. and then folds my pillow in half too nope Cease the fold. Scott throws things on the side of the bed and he makes like a second bed and then takes. He has so (laughs) much space. 
and from the bed to the wall is all just like pillows and blankets that you can just roll all the way over to the wall. Whoa. And I am on the, the smallest <laughs> corner. <laughs> and the dog and him have the whole bed. Um, Men, huh? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's gripe let's gripe it up. Like, see, my new gripe is I'm so you do the bed against the wall. Well, it's like the bed frame. That's my preferred. The bed frame is against the wall. Someone can't do that. <laughs> well, it's hard when you have two of you in the bed all the time to like yeah. get out of bed. One, I feel like that's more just considerate for both of you. If you have to get up at night to go to the bathroom or anything, then you you yeah. have to climb over. You have to go down the bed, and that like fucks yeah. with the covers and. Yeah, I so know. I love the I love a cold wall. I do too. You know, like rolling up next like, to that cold wall. Mm. I'm not next to the wall. Scott is, but the it's because the frame is bigger than the bed so there's like mm. a foot Frames of room. Out again yeah there we go but we i knew we'd get to lisa's bed <laughs> 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 yeah. bed I frame mean, drama is real that, yeah. hashtag your bed frame drama uh in the comments below but i hate i yeah. hate being like oh living with men or like all men or whatever because yes, i because i did not i was like that's i'm not i'm not gonna be like that or not, it's not gonna be like mm-hmm. that whatever but there are things where it's just like i've tried to make it so easy to put stuff away like in a space where it belo- like hooks everywhere containers yes. and all oh, of that and still away things. i love doing that exactly where you're like I oh, clean I'm- surface areas and mm-hmm. uh and somebody likes to keep all the br- like he has a corner on the kitchen counter that's all the breads and all the <laughs> grains <laughs> and i'm like put this in the little drawers yeah. like i want the surface areas to look like nothing's been there and he's like but it's a house it's lived in it's like no it's called the art of tidying up or like yeah. i want to look and i want it to look like a like if you googled apartment and everything's just clean like i don't want i hate stuff on i don't mind stuff but it's like stuff that's specifically stacked in a way where it's Ugh. like it, this it is like to be organized looked, it, this is lived in but also i fix i straighten these out every day mm-hmm. and get it all right but i honestly though i don't think it's griping about like living with because i when i lived with women i had complaints too yeah it's that's not true. like oh, yeah. and it's just different because you share a bed and stuff but like it's have you not... guys ever lived alone yeah no i've never lived alone i'm kind of sad that like i'd wanted it once just once i don't know i feel like i guess i kind of the closest is like my last living situation where it was like we were we just had like weird hours together and then this like kind of in between thing of one roommate moving out and one roommate moving in and that's like the closest I think I've been to like living alone but Mm -hmm. never actually living alone but I don't I don't know I lived alone my sophomore year of college and it's um I mean I don't know I it's like nice to know that if I'm like you know widowed or something with no children I'll be fine with my own thoughts (laughs) or whatever but also like I like being around people and I also think that um, like the trap you get into well especially maybe if you're younger and you live alone because I was like 19 you know mm-hmm. but like instead of being social you'll just like be dirty yeah like mm. you'll just like not clean up and be like well who cares no one's coming over anyway instead of being like oh I'm gonna I'm going to have people over to clean up or like oh. I know someone's coming home so I'm going to clean everything or Yeah, I'd probably be a total like slob. Hog. I mean, it's not even just like slob. It's not like gross. It's just like 
your you know pile of laundry on a chair in the bedroom is mm-hmm. like gonna grow and grow and you're gonna be like it's fine because i just chair. look through that every morning or like not uh like not using plates and that ca- like yeah, those yeah. kinds of things mm-hmm. where it's like oh who's this for this yeah. is for me like i can just eat, eat a sandwich eat a, yeah. on a napkin yeah you know that eat <laughs> over the sink all of that it's, i think it, you're supposed we're supposed to be around people like you need your space because you shouldn't be afraid to be with your thoughts and be alone mm-hmm. too because that also can be uh, like restorative and helpful too but we're supposed i think not like to shame people to do that but i think you're supposed to like be considerate of people it's like not good to be alone too much because then you start not even like oh you can eat you can eat your sandwich however the fuck you want like go don't don't let me shame mm-hmm. you into using plates but i think you're supposed <laughs> like even like you said like you stretching stretching yourself to, to uh you know clean up after yourself or even just socialize more mm-hmm. in a way that i think you don't have to if you're by we yourself we all know that like the napkin sandwich is sadder than eating it on a plate mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's for a good reason yeah. or not like mm-hmm. I, I we all do it it's yeah, not sure. like a shame it's not a deep yeah. shame yeah. but sometimes you just don't want to do dishes yeah which is like yeah that's fair it's fine Whatever. i i think all my i've just like been so jealous of those who've done it at least once because i'm i've been i'm like a great roommate because i'm always gone and i'm always doing something and i'm i keep common spaces clean and every roommate i've ever had is always home and i'm always like mm. jesus god go get later yeah, like, but if you were shane if you were they wouldn't be home as much um, you know what I mean? That's oh, what I'm saying so about I, living I alone. Double switch it. You this switch is what it I'm up. saying they about living alone, where it's yeah. like she has the place or he has the place to himself. Yeah. So why would they fucking? Oh, go? I should have. So mm-hmm. I should have like stood. My, I should have like alpha bitch female than like oh, just, or just you know spend a little more time. Yeah, at if home. you would have yeah. stayed at home and even just tried to have like a social time with that roommate to or to be like mm-hmm. that, then they would maybe be like, oh Jesus, I gotta get out of the <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She wants to do face masks yeah, again. I yeah, I don't want to have to do face masks with this bitch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely ass. No. Um, I wish I had a cute transition for Uranus, but well, you just said ass, and yeah. I feel like ah! that was so close. You guys, today's topic is Uranus, Uranus. However you want to say it, it's terrible to say, but we want to talk about it. We have to talk about it because it's a great planet. It's a shitty name. Well, <laughs> <laughs> shitty name. Okay. Well, All I right. wondered if is Uranus. Is it Uranus? It's Uranus. It's Uranus. Is Uranus like, is this like a very American prude thing to laugh at Uranus or do other countries laugh at Uranus? It seems very American. I think it's very American. <laughs> to have any laughter involved with something with like scientific body. Yeah, or, or a body, body part. Mm-hmm. I was just, just curious. I was thinking about that. I'm like, do you like, do they laugh about this in Dubai? I don't even mind it. I don't, I don't even mind that it's like, if you were saying Uranus, like that to me is just kind of like silly but mm-hmm. I, there's something i don't like uranus even more because it's like that it feels like when you uh when you don't speak a language but you say like you don't speak french but you say like croissant Ugh. or something where it's yeah. like it feels mm-hmm. like pretentious to like not say uranus oh you think you're a native uranian yeah or it's like oh uh, uranus mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like okay but it's it's, it's uranus it's but ur- it's not i think it's uranus well and also now having to talk about Uranus makes me realize how little we do talk. I feel like talking like talking about the outer planets is so foreign. Like it, including like last episode and going forward it's like, oh, like I never think about these placements. Maybe cuz a lot of the time 
um, my charts like they're it's all the same sign and like it never really moves and it's like oh well that's kind of like I always thought that was boring but now um, yeah I there's just there's a lot to little yeah. little well, guy it's, Uranus it's one of the trans uh, personal planets so it doesn't we don't talk about it as much because it doesn't affect us on a day to day level or even a personality mm-hmm. level um, I've come into contact it with uh those types of planets the most when you're reading about a transit with another thing like where it's going to be at a hard angle with Mm. something and Mm -hmm. so then to me uranus just means surprises that's always what i've read in any kind of horoscope that it's like uranus is in this placement so like look out for surprises something's going to come up yeah like quickly um and I did look without... up the pronunciation and it does say it's Uranus. It's Uranus? I mean, no. it says most people are taught to pronounce it Uranus. I'm Maybe, just saying. Do you think, what if it was like a a joke? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a gag that they did that they were like, let's just call it Uranus. Oh, this one says it's Uranus. I don't know, man. There's I bet it's two. Like, it's probably like using the Oxford uh, comma. Yeah, it's, it's either more commonly Uranus, but it's correct to say Uranus. Uranus. I feel okay. like in science class we said Uranus. Yeah, and uh, we were all like, <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. sorry, interrupted <laughs> for that. So here, had to. Well, while we're now you guys know you can what is tomato tomato uranus <laughs> uranus <laughs> you decide uh but whatever you call it it is uh the god of the sky and heavens Cute. the ruler of aquarius which made uh, the more i was going through it made the most sense oh yeah based on notes i have that i was like oh oh this is the most aquarian planet mm-hmm. ever for sure um the I thought this was interesting too that the glyph of it, um, it's kind of like a weirdo one. Whenever if you're looking at your natal chart, um, mm-hmm. it, it's not one that you like pick out because we don't see it in other things like the way you do with like Venus or or Mars. Yeah, um, but I feel it's, like Uranus is like never talked about. I'm like, telling you, it's only whenever I've heard it, it's only been because it's like at an angle to something or it's the element of surprise mm-hmm. in a situation because it's not like nobody's personality is really influenced by it. Unless maybe if you're an Aquarius or you have. Uh, I don't know something but the glyph of it is um, a cross which represents matter and then over a circle which represents spirit and then the two semicircles on the side are receptivity oh. so it's like actual actual stuff but also spirit and like the receptivity being receptive to both of those things uh-huh. and also within that sign is Venus inverted oh yeah I think I, I, I read I read that and I was like, I wonder what that is. Aquarius, what's its like opposite planet? Do Leo. We, do we remember? Okay. Or I mean the what's what's the or you know what's what's the term for like that? The polarity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leo is the opposite of Aquarius. Oh, I was wondering if it had any like since it was an inverted Venus. I wonder mm-hmm. if it had any. Well, didn't was that one of the ones that you said that used that to be was ruled? One, it used to be ruled by Saturn before Uranus okay. was, discovered. was discovered. Okay, that makes and well that makes sense because these two Saturn and Uranus, Uranus are also kind of not the same way that Jupiter and Saturn are literal kind of um, pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about Saturn and uh, Uranus being similar in the sense that they're both like lesson planets mm-hmm. or like teachers in a sense. Uh, 
Uranus is quick though. Saturn slows everything down. So you have to like really take your time and be meticulous with it. Whereas mm-hmm. this one is like, no, it's happening now. This is a time to like make a, a drastic change. It's like take a risk, um, be totally outside of, do something completely different than what you've been doing as opposed to like being by the book the way that Saturn is. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this quote was, I'd never thought of it this way, but I was like, oh, this makes pretty good sense uh this is from cafe astrology and it says uranus in its purest form is intuition itself Hmm. that's interesting that makes sense also like i know it's like when you like google.com like cafe astrology i i have like such memories of looking it up like years and years ago and even in college but like it's such a good site. It's like so legit. it's so thick, and I would love to find out who is the webmaster. Well, I know that's there's always there's like a name at the bottom. I want to say it's Linda, um, <laughs> but they they don't ever have like an author thing or anything. I know it seems of. like it's almost like is this one person who it, compiled I mean, all? I don't this? think it can be one. It has to be more than one person. But, but maybe it's not. I don't know. But I'm always I was always very baseline looking at cafe astrology and like just my chart, and then. I think we talked about in a previous episode going into that site map and man, every little freaking aspect of every chart house sign. This is like, is well, full, I think the way that they, the way that they've structured it too is so like intuitive too, where it's like, Oh, read about here's like the basic thing. And then even the way that they set it up, once you like click a hyperlink, it'll kind of, uh, go back to what it, or it's like it'll go back to what it just cut like give like a summation mm-hmm. of what you just read and then go into a more esoteric detail of it just shout out cafe astrology guys and also i need to play with it but a few people um some from listeners and some friends have recommended to me co-star oh yeah the I have, app. The app. have you been using that mm-hmm. i've heard it's um, and this kind of goes with uranus because it's all about technology yes. which i thought was interesting yes. but i haven't used co-star yet but i got I almost got like I think six people in the same day texted me. Have you tried CoStar? And I'm like, no, nah, not yet. It's cool. I don't. I haven't figured out, or I just haven't tried to like set it up for notifications better yet. But I do like it. I think it's just one of those things where it's like kind of a social thing where if not enough of your friend, if people don't have it, then you don't have access to their information too. Oh, but you, you can it with your friends. Yeah, you can like look up people and have them be on your. Oh wow, Co-Star that's cool. Thing, as long as they're signed up. Oh, but, and I saw because I was just like digging through because now this pod makes me want to I've just like fallen to internet holes all the time. Um, but there's an uh, an astrology dating site, app mm. site called Align where this is not a sponsored post. This is just I saw that and I was like, that's a <laughs> that's good cool. idea. That's cool, though. I would love to talk to that person and how what their oh, algorithm that's a good is like, idea. What, what, they, what they compare and everything. Yeah, because but. when I see those things compatibility things i'm always like no well because for astrology yeah oh no i've i even listened to a podcast today i won't name it because i kind of want these people on but they had an astrologer on who was talking about some compatibilities and i was like no yeah. i don't know yeah it, it depends on i don't know well i think because you have to do it i i would be interested to learn more about that app because you have with most of the compatibility stuff they have to do it has to be for like lowest common denominator so if you only know your sun sign right and that's what people are going to be doing like compatibilities with those ones are always like i know the opposite of my instinct Mm -hmm. you know so it's like i don't know you probably just have a better intuitive knowledge of astrology and how it works like i don't know i feel like people who publish those things probably know (laughs) well i think a lot of the times um a lot of those things pair up 
like the same element and yeah. i don't think that's i don't like being with my same element i think for some i think for fire it's way better yeah. i think fire is I'm always great with, sure. i think fire is always good with fire but like i don't want earth and i usually don't want air um and i can usually do a water fire but like they always are like you'd be good with capricorn it's like no just because they're an earth sign doesn't mean we'd be good together like google but it. i feel like other people do yeah but you know when yeah. I, like i know a lot of people that are really close um birthdays are same signs oh like well same sign people. well same sign is same i sign feel like is a is different one but, same, but never i've never, never i've ever uh-uh two of you are not uh i've never same signed mm-hmm. i've never um same-signed. it'd be a little much but anyway that was a technology right. spree yeah. which goes with but that's yeah so which goes with uranus because that was the only thing i kind of knew about it that it was like all about um uh, the only little inklings I knew about it was it's in a very innovative. Mm-hmm. It's about, tr- I would say even say trying new things or your, um, your openness to trying new things. Um, and just, yeah, discovery, innovation, progressiveness, like where we talked about Saturn. It was so funny talking about Saturn. Cause I didn't realize kind of how neg it was or, um, or I don't know, maybe not neg, but not was, our conversation, but no. the, no, no, but the just, Saturn, the, just the planet. Oh, yeah. No, it's, just, it's, it's the rules. It's right. And it's, yeah. that's what I mean. It's like this. So, you, and this is and, how do you break rules? Well, and you have to know in order to break the rules, you have to learn the rules. So that's why mm. Saturn is a personal planet and Uranus is not. Yeah. It's, it's like a general kind of like where, you know, your whole life can't be breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. You have to, yeah. there can be, so that's so well d- this i don't know it says a lot about like it's things that happen suddenly mm-hmm. so it's oh. not even necessarily choice based or like something that you're mm-hmm. doing it's mm-hmm. like the w- when things happen suddenly but also it's like these planets are so big they're known as like modern planets they were discovered so recently mm-hmm. in when comparison to everything else 1781 march 13th 1781 that is like so recent. Yeah, I mean, in planetary. Yeah, like as in, far as in terms of like uh, ancient. Dude, our country yeah, was discovered not. barely before yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, and so it's it's uh, that makes sense with it also being like uh, sudden or without notice because it's also about like how you're adapting to change. Are mm-hmm. you are you afraid of it? Are you resisting it? Or are you? you know rising to the occasion and figuring out how to adapt to it to innovate within it mm-hmm. uh to find the lesson in that change and kind of let yourself be reborn so those those are all the positive aspects of it the negative aspects of uh uranus is just unnecessary re- rebel without a cause where ah. it's just being being contrarian to be contrarian Ugh. and that's why i think it's the most aquarian sign oh like yes the planet. that's why it's like it's all 1, about 000. like yeah, yeah. cool aquarius because aquarius positive sides are like you're the science that's all the things it's, it's scientist inventor mm-hmm. you're you're a weirdo you're out there you think different you're outside the box but sometimes you're so married to that idea of being outside the box mm-hmm. that that's all that's all you do yeah which is be outside the box um, oh that's so funny mm-hmm. oh it's so weird how you can just if you just sit and look at the sign that the planet reps you're like oh okay mm-hmm. i can get a lot of this story and fill in those blanks and um just kind of going with what you're saying about like how we do these actions um so most of you listening are pr- probably in our age range i mean there's some that are you know flux around but uranus stays in one sign for seven years so it's usually very it's a very generational sign 
And if you're 1988 to 96, uh, you're probably a cap. Mm-hmm. Like me and Lisa, mm-hmm. Julia the Sagittarius. Julia's a Sag. You just were you. You're probably just right um, before on the, the end of '87. So, yeah, yeah. But it was um, it was interesting, just kind of reading about more about like Capricorn in Uranus, and I'm sure most of you might have that placement. But um, I don't know. I I think it just keeps going back to like even just these movements we're in politically with our country because all these kids after 1996 are Aquarius in Capricorn. So mm-hmm. there, so where we, um, and our age range are like the beginning and middle of millennials who are like, had a bit of technology. We embraced it, but, and we're kind of playing the game. I feel like these new crop of kids, these Aquarian kids with the, uh, with the Uranus are like, you know what, you know, fuck Facebook and fuck uploading my whole life. And you think I just stare at my phone, but I'm actually reading the fucking news and I'm flipping all this mm. shit on its head. And Aquarians yeah. are just like, no, no, no. When Capricorns, I mean, we love rules. as a Capricorn and Uranus love rules. That's like um, you're trying to play I within the system. I felt so because mine's retrograde. I don't know what I had such a hard time like looking at it because there's no information on Uranus in Capricorn retrograde. Yeah. So I had to like try to think about what it said about retrograde and what it said about Capricorn, and it's so conflicted. That I'm like, I don't know if this means I rail against the Capricorn thing or against the Uranus. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I have some things for our retrograde Uranus babies because because um, we were chatting about that because I'm also a retro. It was retro. All my outer, all those Uranus, Neptune, all those were retrograde for me. I uh, wonder if that also, I mean, maybe you'll have the so answer to this too. Does it station retrograde for, for five, a long time? For five, five months. months. So yeah. half of you, your Uranus is probably retrograde yeah. so that's going to be for a lot of peeps it's so all of the bigger planets the retrogrades are like three to five months mm-hmm. so and all of mine are retrograde so was, and they're all in the same house so, and they're all in capricorn oh, yes. so i'm like i have no yeah. fucking idea what's going so on i have something for all mm-hmm. of us and i think um if you're not retrograde then you know that's fine but i found Oh, where, what site did I you find? You probably it? know someone who is, so pay attention. <laughs> you should know what's <laughs> going your on with fucking them. minds. Yeah, you can learn about more than yourself. Um, <laughs> oh, this was from um, LynnCoiner.com. I found it very randomly, but it was talking about all... It, this is what the article was called. All the Uranus retrograde houses. So this mm-hmm. is... Um, how you behave or things that you should know or why... What your retrograde might represent for you because your house is going to have a lot to do with that retro, how your yes. retrograde acts. So well, I can whiz through yeah, these. So I also have knows. regular houses too, because Ooh. that's the, because it is a generational planet mm-hmm. it is not going to influence you for your whole, the way, again, the way your Venus is, is how you're going to view, like that's going to be personal to you. This is, you know, your generational planets aren't, but your house placement of it will mean kind of the specific area in your life where you either like really need to break the rules or mm-hmm. where you're going to feel drawn to kind of like combat the status quo or you're where you're going to be particularly creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we can, let's see, like, you want to go back and forth. We could do a back and forth, but so um, Uranus in the first house retrograde um, their main thing is you might not realize how super independent you really are. Um, they need to be involved in activities associated with reform and rehabilitation. 
and uh, they might again bottle up bottling up those rebel feelings is um, the main thing especially in career and where you live was the main thing for if you're retrograde in your first house which is half of you half of you are gonna have this yeah so first house first house uh uranus means is all about freedom of your personal presentation uh because that's what first house rules so it's being assertive in interactions but also like dressing uh first house uh uranus people are going to be maybe are going to have a specific kind of dress they're going to want to express their uniqueness in a like a personal way whether that be fashion whether that be like just telling people whether it be what you're doing Mm -hmm. uh it's all about personal expression Mm -hmm. um second house for if you're retrograding in the second house um it says that you might not be in touch with the need to be unconventional and how you earn your money if you get into normal jobs and that and it somehow manifests you a lack of financial stability you might not realize that instability is part of you rebelling against the norm so sometimes stability can come from being unconventional so don't get like too wrapped up in being boring essentially (laughs) yeah uh yeah if you're not retrograde your freedom is going to be either from possessions or through possessions where Mm. you're you um you are not tied to money as a means of status but it can be a means to the free lifestyle that you want to lead or you just don't value money at all and you live in a completely alternative lifestyle free of possessions in that way but it's it's either you you earn money but only because you need it to live the way you want or you're just like fuck money and you live outside the system Mm -hmm. uh third house the third i feel like regular <laughs> because it's the counter should go first oh yeah <laughs> i was th- i was thinking that like the, the second one in but then i was like uh, we started the pattern but hey, let's let's break let's the break cycle. it just like you know thinking outside the box like this. i also just have to say side note i saw the word zany when reading about <laughs> this planet so many times oh really yeah. i barely saw a zany. i saw lots of free free, free. zany it was very funny to me um all right so third house is all about um date creative day-to-day communication Mm -hmm. um what other people are going to see as mundane you are going to find real fun uh this i mean the first word zany eccentric wow um you probably have a good sense of humor because you find the humor in what m- most people just ignore as whatever's happening and you are able to communicate that like to people that you see your co-workers that's people are going to come to you for like a funny story because your drive to work isn't just a boring drive to work it's like a dramatic adventure kind of thing <laughs> Lucky uh, you. yeah so um but if you're retrograding this is a very interesting one um it said Uranus in retrograde in the third house is like Mars manifesting problems in the early education doing sudden rebellious urges. Um, it's been observed people tolerating their siblings and then just one day breaking off relationships completely. Mm. So why are you so maybe it's your dramatic drive to work making it so hot and cold. Or just feeling like you have to rebel against that <laughs> mm-hmm. relationship as a structure. To, yeah. Um, fourth house is about uh, being like it this one was a weird one how they like uh phrased it but this is all about nurturing Mm -hmm. so you either are gonna feel like you don't really have a nurturing aspect to you Mm -hmm. or you do you are nurturing but it's just gonna be kind of like sometimes you're gonna be super nurturing and other times like you just said with the sibling thing other times you're gonna be like i need my space people need too much for me um this i thought was interesting too it may also indicate someone who felt like they did not have a a nurturing mother in childhood 
Oh. And now a does lot not. of the Uranus stuff is about childhood. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a trend. Um, and this might have to do for the retrograde side, which I feel like is kind of like the only symbology I can look at is like when you get a reverse card in tarot almost where it's like, Oh, this is kind of like the counter flip is Uranus in the fourth house retrograde. Um, They try to make normal choices for their home family living environment, but they just don't seem to work. And their early home life appeared normal, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And um, they, there needs to be an, an aptitude to reform your environment. So don't be afraid to change your shit. All right. Fifth house. What's uh, your What's your house? Do you know? I'm Saturn in third house. I mean, Sagittarius in third house. So communication, which I think fits pretty perfectly with stand up, mm-hmm. where it's just like finding, finding and not retro. You're no. non retro. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, just finding finding humorous things in mundane day to day tasks. Very uh, Seinfeldian. Uh, <laughs> fifth house is creative, like self expression. So you also find pleasure in doing things differently. So that's like creating stuff. Um, you also are pretty open to change. That's cool. You find you find that novel and exciting. Uh, also, you probably have um, like, again, the word zany. Uh, they Ooh. said interesting or zany relationship uh, like beginnings. You're going to meet in a weird way. You're uh, probably an unconventional dater, perhaps. Uh, age differences, that kind of thing, but you're you're not afraid. You're not like a, a high school sweethearts kind of person. You want like a weird, uh, yeah. Oh boy, do I have a retrograde for you that goes <laughs> <laughs> oh so perfectly with this perks of being a wallflower. Um, they see themselves as normal. This is fifth house retrograde, but others see them as antisocial, and they always feel left out of normal situations. They are unconventional and therefore become wallflowers until they find their place in an unconventional world. Find mm-hmm. your tribe. Yeah. We'll uh, graduate high school soon. Don't worry, yeah, don't sweetie. Worry about it. Uh, sixth house is creative work. Um, you are not going to be a nine to five person. You're going to be, uh, you're going to do best in like a technology or like a science field where you can be innovative and where you can be, you know, breaking, breaking molds, not following, you know, things by the book. You also might be on the forefront of health issues or you're that person that's like, I don't believe what the scientists say, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and this is, uh, were you sixth house? I'm eighth. You're eighth. Okay. This so this is my my house. I uh, I and this is for me Uranus retrograde in the sixth house has a very sensitive physical body. Is the first thing I was like, I really do. I'm so <laughs> squishy. I hate like my stomach or neck touch. Um, they should not overwork or work when tired or upset. Very true. Also as a Taurus, very true. Um, this can lead to health problems. They prefer to work alone because being around other people's electromagnetic fields or auras is disrupted to their own energy field totally agree i hate most of my coworkers auras uh this <laughs> this can make them abrupt and impatient with coworkers again i hate all of their auras they do best in making reforms in the work system they get bored easily and need to move on if they cannot work alone and i a thousand percent agree my whole mantra my whole life is work smarter not harder i hate busy work i hate um, I wish we were on a four day work week where you work 11 to four. I hate wasting energy. It makes me, it makes me mad. Like it makes me mad that we know we have the um, manpower and technology and innovation again with Uranus. We have all the abilities to be proficient, but we have this like American work structure that just like makes people 
zombies and zonked out and tired and I fucking hate it. And I'm running for president in 2020. So vote for my cause. Stevie 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seventh house is freedom from relationships. Uh, You don't want to be tied down. So you either are going to avoid partnerships or like committed relationships altogether or you need someone who is equally freedom loving and doesn't want to be, you know, restrictive to you either. This is funny because this is the the longest um, retrograde one that's written. It is all about that with the seventh house re- retrograde. You prefer a sudden in love feeling in a relationship. When the relationship becomes normal, uh, that's when it suddenly ends. Everything seems to be going fine and then pop. That's what it says in all caps. That's the mm-hmm. end of the relationship. Um, they are not good in relation to confrontations. Um, they prefer to live in an in love stage and not deal with relationship when it becomes real. Um this is like this woman, uh, Lynn Conian. I'll put maybe a link to her. I really enjoyed her writing of all these things. She wrote, I knew one man who always ended a relationship when women seems that despite his PhD, he, he is a failure in life. He never paid taxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he bought a new relationship so he could tell his story anew. Ooh. Oh, zinger. All right. This, Get it, Lynn. this is for Lisa. Eighth house. No. Oh, she's retrograde. retrograde. I know, but this, but. I think it still probably will fit yeah, even the retrograde. It's, it's fun to hear the other one. The eighth house is a good placement for Uranus because yeah, eighth it's house is conflicted with every other planet being in. No, there. it's all about change. Is yeah. the whole thing. So it's all that's uh, it's reinvention, resurrection. Um, it might be. This says that it's like maybe inconsiderate. Uh, you're so. Uh, well because you're retrograde but eighth house is if you're not retrograde you're really all about change and like doing it quick that you might do it too quick for those around you and kind of not think about their the emotional repercussions of that but you're you're fine with change you love it you need it i'm pretty tired of my chart just giving me real vague things (laughs) like oh yeah change and insight it's like okay cool thank you super non-tangible i don't have anything in the tangible houses so I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, you might like this because Lynn's a freak. Lynn Coiner, <laughs> Uranus retrograde <laughs> eighth. She's like the more I'm reading these, I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm also I'm too to catch. But this is what I meant when I said everything's conflicting because yeah. it's ch- about change, but it's in Capricorn yeah. and it's it's in the house, and then the planet is the wacky one. What? Capricorn's the grounded thing. Yeah, it's See, retrograde. It is, it's I like d- a lot of things. Uh, what I think about that as someone who is, uh, I feel like my Capricorn moon kind of is contradictory to a lot of my my ascent or my other planets. Mm-hmm. I to me, what I think that means for you is that you and I knowing you as a person like you want real change yeah, yeah you yeah. want tangible change yeah and you I want, think that's you right want results from these things and so it's like you're not it's not uh it's not the idea of change it's not like willy-nilly it's like oh I want to see I want to see this actually mean something yeah I can see that and you're probably willing to do the work for that change too like that it's not you know that it's hard work and that you're not like you're not shy mm. of you're not shying away from that well and also i think with uranus and all these outer planets since a lot of people are going to share all this i think it goes back to how a lot of doubters or whatever of astrology might be like oh what so everyone's this way mm-hmm. and that's why i think i've never looked so much into houses until this planet and now like i'm very we've ta- said it before i said it again i'm sure we'll run we'll have eps all about the houses oh, but, sure. but i'm fascinated by the houses because i think it does dictate a lot of what that sign is how it's going to function and what important characteristics 
um, bubble up from those signs. Mm -hmm. But Uranus retro in eighth house. Okay. This is really, this one's, okay, I thought that last one was the funniest one, but this one might be the funniest. One individual said that they are very good at get, getting people to change their financial habits. They experience strange events that seem beyond their control. These events can be life-changing. They often have powerful psychic or multidimensional experiences. As a result of death around them, life is completely altered, and this is often for the good. When a woman's cousin died, she looked in the coffin and saw the cousin smiling and happy, and she thought, if I die today, would I be happy? Hell no. So she went home and told her husband she was unhappy and wanted a divorce. Lynn. <laughs> so, like, I love that this is, like, you psychic ass was, like, looking at your cousin's spirit being like, dang, my husband's dick sucks. <laughs> I gotta go home <laughs> right away. She looks like she died dicked down. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling ear to that's ear. What, that's, what, that's what you get killed. You know that, you know that uh, test of a sociopath? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it? No. What wait, it? I'm gonna give it to you really quick. Oh. Um, so this, uh, the woman's, I don't know if this is right, but it's <laughs> as close as I can do it off the cuff. A, a woman's brother dies, and at the funeral, she meets the man of her dreams. And so she goes home that night, and she mar she murders her dad. Why? At her whose funeral? Her brother's. She meets the man of her dreams. She mm -hmm. goes home and murders her dad. Why? She meets the man of her dreams. She goes home and murders her dad. Why? Man of her dreams. Uh, she meant she wants all men to die. You're not a sociopath. No. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, I'm like I'm gonna be a sociopath, <laughs> but I feel like it's more. There's a the joke. It's the joke. That's like yeah. the jokes in there. So I guess yeah. that does make me kind of a sociopath. Uh, that's where I'm like, it's not like. She it was her mother, meet, after all, because <laughs> women can be doctors. Like the yeah, <laughs> that's, it's one of those. Exactly. <laughs> it's like. Uh, Wait, she murders her father? Yeah. She met the man of her dreams at her brother's funeral. Is her stepdad? Was it her dad? <laughs> no, it's to see the guy again. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, but that, it, there yeah. is like a dick yeah, version that, of that. Exactly. I'm like, there's something, I was like, the. Whatever. I mean, it's and then so she gets to her dad's funeral. I was like, "Oh, he only knew my brother. He wasn't really <laughs> close friends with my dad. That sucks." That's it's, funny. I, it's probably she mar she murders her sisters, and it's also always told from a male perspective. So I had to do all mm. the gendering opposite, which oh. cool. Thank you. I mean, that. thanks everyone. Also, thanks to the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ninth house number uh, nine is all about creative thought. So you're very uh, open and uh, turned on by new ideas, mm. alternative philosophies. You do not. You can feel very stifled by anybody who is like conservative, mm. um, traditional values, Ooh. which can be. Uh, you also just like you uh, you oppose any of the boundaries that you are told exist within the world that we live in. So you're wanting to push those limits. Uh, I would say probably your downfall, though, is being too, uh, like, turned off by people who think differently than you. And in being being so open to new ideas, you're actually closed-minded to people who are not into the same ideas of you, which is not actually open-minded. Are houses ruled by signs? Is that uh, a thing? Well, plant, I mean, yes. That's What's the ninth? Ninth is Sagittarius. 
Oh, and I was wondering if that was Aquarians because that kind of sounded a little bit Aquary, mm-hmm. but I could see I could see how that lends to the Sag. Mm-hmm. Um, Jupiter, and, that's all the ninth. Yeah, and the retro goes hand in hand. Um, the retrograde in the ninth can produce problems with Orthodox religions and traditional educational programs. Um, you need to find your own innovative innovative ways in these areas. Um, you might thrive upon act activist activities and reform in politics go you hell yeah uh 10th house is freedom from identification with work whether that be your Mm. career or like the social status that comes with work um you don't care about that um and you also don't like being defined by one thing uh so you're not you don't find any kind of again your your career is not your identity it's a thing you might have multiple careers or you might do something that's like social work or something where there's not um a hierarchy there there's no like um, honor in what there is honor in what you're doing but it's not a status you're not looking for fame or recognition in that way you're uh you know excited by the work itself um this also is interesting this is they said is a great um father placement People oh. with this placement are going to be good dads because yeah, must be nice. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky enough to have if a dad, you guys have a dad, must be freaking nice. Uh, it's a good placement because they are going to like push boundaries, but they're not tied to that same like status authority figure. I'm a dad thing. They're going to like mm-hmm. be good teachers and outreach in that way. Nice. Um, and this again, the, the retrograde goes hand in hand. Um, does best in a job where someone else has given up or failed. How much worse can they do if the previous person failed? Uranus <laughs> does not like comparison with others, and they may be they may not be good at starting at a ground level on a professional activity. So you kind of already want to come in like a boss. It sounds like. Yeah. Look at you. Well, you don't want to work up through the ranks. That's the, again, mm-hmm. it's like the getting out of the out of the box. You can come in and do what you're good at. Mm-hmm. That's why you've been brought in um 11th house this is the aquarian house Oh, okay so this is um, the this should be a homey sort of place yeah which well that's why i thought it was interesting that it actually is eighth house that they said i didn't say that this is like the house mm. for it um but this is like freedom because from, aquarius they would be so mad to be in the house that they're supposed to be in yeah exactly they're like <laughs> oh, oh yeah right so they're like no <laughs> they're like what's a well, house i'm a d- yeah i am not like other aquariuses so uh, but this is freedom from social groups. So you are like, th- but this, dude, when you hear this, I'm like, this is an Aquarius. If you've ever fucking met one, mm. uh, they are an individual. What? Uh, they <laughs> do not, they cannot be identified with one specific social group. Um, they are unique to the, to a fault. So often they come off as thinking they have a superiority complex, which is also why they don't fit into yeah. social groups because they have that air. Uh, they can be on uh, often loners, but if you get to know them, they're very, they are, it's because they're honest and witty and that. So if you, if you look past this kind of like uh, standoffish first impression, you'll get to know like, Oh, they're just a different, they're just a quirky person. That's why they don't, they don't fit in that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but that I was like, yeah, yeah. Shocking. Every, welcome to every Aquarius you've ever fucking met. Wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's also wrote it, written the most disjointedly, but um, they they give given to sudden goal changes that seem to come out of nowhere. Um, they love groups based upon reform and activism are favored. And they're the one friend always getting into arguments or hurt feelings within groups and they always quit. And some find it easier to be friends at a distance, close relationship, trigger defense mechanisms. So 
you're i mean that's just like the aquarian is, and this home planet is like it's the lone wolf it's the uranus in the sky that no one wants to really say well, it's it. the intellect it's the idea of liking the idea of like activism but not the people <laughs> right. that they're fighting for it's yeah. that i love the idea of of equality yeah. but i don't like I don't want it for everybody. Yeah. You're like, I love this like, protest, but, but only, if all these posers were yeah, not here. Yeah, it's like here. only mm-hmm. if the people that I like are there, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then finally, um, 12th House. Uh, this is all, this one was the most, I mean, obviously kind of like vague, but I get what they're saying because it was like, all you want to do is change. You want to change the world, but you aren't going to say that that's what you're doing. So there's like an element of like behind the scenes of it. So you're going to you're going to maybe the example that they gave that I liked a lot that it's like maybe you're going to work for a a company that like does outreach education for young girls to become business people or you're not even going to do that. You're just going to make it a personal like priority that you hire women like you're Mm going to you're never going to be like the person that you're not the spoken activist. You're just going to do it by your by your word but you're not going to be tied to that so you can't be like judged or defined by that either because you still need that personal freedom to just like do you um you're also going to be drawn to like creative people um artistic or perhaps science technology driven but like you you do best when you're surrounded by those types of people also um okay this one is so long and crazy and i know i keep saying this but um again lynn coiner you're 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 a basket case i love you Uranus in the 12th house fears being crazy. This was actually your parents fear. A parent may have criticized your behavior and you don't want people to think you're crazy. Therefore, you became afraid that you might be judged as crazy. They need to become involved with new age or unconventional people in order to feel comfortable in themselves. Um, one friend of mine feared judgment of for, of others for her their interest in astrology. Astrology magazines were hidden in their desk drawer and kept at home. When she went to an astrology meeting, what? We have those? Uh, she finally felt at home. Years ago, uh, this is from Lynn's perspective, I gave readings for um, astrology members to raise money for local organizations, and so many of these people had Uranus in the 12th house. Their involvement in groups that believed in reincarnation astrology and other metaphysical subjects provided a safe haven for their unconventional side. It was a place where they could feel normal. So if you're retrograding in your 12th house Uranus and you I haven't found again going back to finding your tribe um go to an astrology meeting which um that's can we go actually every um uranus retrograde that's like a good oh, really? across the board thing is yeah i guess that is you, kind of you probably hate group yeah. you probably hate group work mm-hmm. and you hate it but when you get there you benefit more than anyone and it's like uh. so good for you and you need it but you, you're you're the person that's like, I don't want to go to fucking AA, and you need to go. That's Whoa. where you're gonna where you're gonna grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. Well, I was just looking at Scott's because I was like, oh, he's definitely twelfth house Uranus, but he's not, and he is so retrograde. Like in across his so much of his shit is in retrograde. That's why. So I'm gonna have to do some what's real his, research. What's his Uranus house? What's his sign? Um, his Uranus. All Scotty. ours are like really similar. <laughs> He's, um, it looks like ninth. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Dude, that makes hella sense for Scott. Retrograde in the ninth house? Yeah. Ninth? Wait, I gotta go back. Especially if it's a generational, like, upbringing thing. Oh, wait. Yeah, with the, uh, this is the one produces problem with orthodox religion and traditional Mm -hmm. educational programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That does make sense. It does make sense. Oh, oh yeah. That's that's for all you haters out there. (laughs) Well, um, but he also does that 
thing you said about 12th house people where it's like he makes a vow to like do the thing he thinks is right without saying it you know what i mean yeah that's cute he's got you know i mean i think you're you don't know if it's cute what if he hates homeless people <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, well, gonna, got it. I'm just kidding. You know I'm just kidding. It is. Cute. I hate homeless. <laughs> I hate homeless people. They shouldn't be homeless. Yeah, Come on, right. America. You're right. We have empty houses. <laughs> Put them in. So that's that'd be such a that is like an ass backwards. Like because you, I There's do hate these, homeless people, yeah, but yeah. I hate the fact that they are homeless. What if your platform is just like a mo- a homeless person in every model home? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they do that in Salt Lake City. Really? Yeah. They. It's like they're part of their homeless initiative is on all the empty um condos they actually tax them good god this was like on a daily show years ago but they tax salt lake for any empty spaces because you know how you see all these newly renovated condos and they're just empty so it's like why don't we put people in them and they can shower and use a toaster oven Mm -hmm. and uh you know put on some clean clothes and they're homeless like the homeless population is just like shrinking Dang, by the day it's a, well it's smart that's shockingly yeah. progressive get, for utah and when they get it well the thing is the god i'm sure places well yeah do they also do that. don't want they can it's sneaky or whatever but i'm like that's actually like a really good idea it's like there's some mm-hmm. tax incentive mixed with like you know god would have ho- homed y'all homed y'all yeah, dude well, but yeah. um uranus baby yeah um it's progressive. We didn't yeah. go through the um, signs, but I think maybe just look at yours because it's. it's um, oh, I don't. It's a lot. Yeah. Also, I think so. it is more. I, so much more house heavy. I feel like from mm. what from my research, I feel like your sign only gave so much info. Like looking up Capricorn in Uranus only gave me so much thing that like, oh wow, Uranus is all about technology innovation, and Uranus is a rule follower. I- and then it basically said, look at your house. Okay, just look at your fucking house. Yeah, that's the one on Cafe Astrology. They didn't even give it to you like in the signs. Mm-hmm. That like wasn't an option that they gave. I mean, I'm sure I could have found it on there, but it wasn't like one of the immediate links because it just. But I would say maybe it's just like where there's going to be surprises mm-hmm. or whatever, like in mm-hmm. a broad sense where it's like that where you said it's like not even of choice where it's like maybe society kind of changes where it's like this is where you know some shocks are gonna come or some like major uh cultural events are gonna happen yeah within that realm well i did most of my reading about the planets being in retrograde and it's i mean some of the things i don't know like all of the site people and you can kind of tell when websites are like designed Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in a way that it's I don't want to say poorly or anything because that's mean, but no, there's where it's design, not yeah. it's not necessarily like a modern design, but like a lot of the stuff about having retrograde planets, and I have a bunch, you had a bunch, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it affects half the people, and it says that if you have more than three, I think, yeah, it means that you're living on two uh <laughs> two <laughs> like re- like planes you're living in like two places at the same time more than three retrograde planets mm-hmm. well that's funny you say that because i was just reading about how like these retrograde things are related to repression in your past, past lives. lives yeah but that's a why a lot planes. of them are saying like that it's that's why it's kind of confusing to me because a lot of them are about rebellion or like 
it's repressing rebellion from mm-hmm. your past life. It's just like it's their words that very much like contrast being right next to each other in a sentence. Uh, but it's definitely well, interesting. Are, do you have any? Mm-mm. Do you know how uncommon that is? You have no retrograde. It's mm-hmm. like really hard to find people that have zero. Well, I that makes sense if it's past life things because I do think that this is my final lifetime. The final That's lifetime. interesting. From a bunch of... I mean, there's like really? a bunch of reasons why. Yeah, but I do think that it's like I don't think I have... I well, mean, I do think I have like past life stuff, but mm-hmm. from everything... Like, I think that... Uh, and I don't know how like deeply I believe in this, but from like all of a bunch, again, a bunch of different things that I won't like expand on now. I mm-hmm. But I do think that this is my like. Well, mine said that this, these retrograde planets mean that this life is a do over. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, some of and that. that Capricorn stuff makes sense because it's like you this time, like you have to get it right, whatever it mm-hmm. is. So like. This is your fucking mulligan and like you yeah. have to go do it. So that's interesting. That's well, wild. and a lot of the retrograde stuff was also about how since there is those feelings of repressions that are lingering from past lives to like just be yourself, be your weird little freaky self. And um, and not speaking for Lisa, but just speaking of how Julia comes off to me, it's like I've when I first met you, I feel like you're just like unashamedly yourself which i think maybe may speak to the fact that you have no fucking retrograde where i i took me a long time to be myself it took me a long and i think a lot of people feel that way with adolescence and whatever but i do i'm i'm curious about that balance and relationship with having retrograde planets especially in different placements to now but i mean so much of it was just saying like these retrograde things aren't going to be that burdensome as long as you do those if do those weird quick quirky things it's that make also you you be yourself and like is such a hard like lesson no matter what yes. because it's what's well, it vague and also it's like depending on where you are yeah mm-hmm. like it's so easy to be yourself when you're alone right sure. or like if you're with someone you let you know loves you unconditionally mm-hmm. but it's like that's the thing in comedy is always like try to be yourself on stage right. which is like such bad advice you know because well, it's like it's just like you it's mean be myself in front of a room full of strangers with my voice is amplified this yeah. doesn't make sense yeah be, me being myself would be like why am i up here yeah you know <laughs> yeah like, well, it's, it it's just like a, a insurmountable idea it's just such a, a like idea to give someone it's so not constructive or like a thing that you could put into place but and it's the same thing at any job that you do mm-hmm. like you can't just be yourself at work well, you'll get oh, hell fired well, that's why they give they, i mean be yourself is the advice that they give for literally anything it's like oh i'm having trouble dating well just be yourself yeah i'm not having which has never guys. worked by the way on a first date yeah, also it's like yeah don't be yourself quite <laughs> yet like be your yeah. know be yourself, your hottest but, self well i oh i have a lot of planets in the third house which is all about like day to day which I think is interesting because I have a lot of like later planets, but they're all in earlier houses, Mm -hmm. which is another reason why I'm like, Oh, I just got to do like, this is my like practical life. That's why it's like, Oh, here's like Mm -hmm. you did. You've already probably done like the crazy out of the box stuff. So now the thing that you're supposed to master is just like, you know, communicating with your coworkers. Nice. And that's how you're going to grow and learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all about like, how i mean yeah be, don't be yourself immediate like you have you can know yourself and be okay with all of yourself too but mm-hmm. you also need to know like when it's okay to be like also not everybody deserves your full self 
That's yeah. like oh, a thing too. Yeah. That's not a thing that everybody gets. That's why it's like people get uncomfortable when people say, how are you doing? They don't want to actually know how you're doing because that's not like. Also, a thing. by the way, horrible stand-up comedy pre- pre- <laughs> premise <laughs> that everyone tries to do. Yeah, We all know. We, we all, all know. get it. How are you? We yeah. all get it. Uh, but it's that thing where it's like, oh, that's not I I wouldn't expect someone I, I like I'm not to be trusted with your like deep emotional information that only goes to someone who has earned mm-hmm. the trust. to Well, it's more like your instead stuff. of be yourself, know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Know, that's it, yeah. Know like know when to give that info away. Know when to keep it for yourself. I think that's the thing, too, even like. For me, younger, I would give myself to everybody. Yeah. And then then it's, again, going back to my sixth house, wasted fucking energy, w- mm-hmm. wasted work, body breaking down, not fucking worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, also with cancer in your chart, people do it to you all oh, the time, Oh, yeah. Too. They just suck. I'm just like a, I'm the, I'm the aquarium tank at the Chinese restaurant. All the sucker fish are just, just like, yay. You're kids p- just my problem. You're a problem. And I'm an empath. I'm such a fucking empath. Kids just knocking on your glass. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this fish a big bubbly eyes? It's not doing anything. Why not? <laughs> uh, well, we got to wrap it up. Lisa, do you have an affirmation for us? Um... I didn't look it up, but I have. I'm sure I can. Find I mean, I it. think the kids like, love the affirmation. I do think that are just like be yourself. I wanted to do know a, yourself is yeah. Pretty, I wanted uh, to do a fuck Mary kill of the hat. planets or the houses on an episode soon. Maybe when we get yes. to the yes. end of the planets. Oh, we I think can we do. have to do it for Pluto because that's what Pluto is. He about. got killed. Okay. Okay. He got. Well, I keep remembering when I look up on Wikipedia the planets. I'm like, oh yeah, they They're, fucking aced. Di- what aced? Iced Pluto. <laughs> bitches um okay i don't know if i can say these out loud yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh affirm us this is a tough one capricorn's coming out here <laughs> 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 these are tough to say work through it Come i on. live in perfect freedom that's um tight. i possess dynamic willpower i am a creative genius ideas come to me effortlessly Ooh, that's a good Ooh. one Bold and I like it. Amidst the storms of my life, I am poised. My vision is clear. I don't know if I can pronounce that word correctly. (laughs) Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy change and adventure. I am a caring friend to all. Oh, I like those. Don't resist the change. Uh, Be open to it because there is innovative creativity and progress to be had hell yeah for all um thank you guys so much for listening know yourself know yourself be yourself, be yourself. when you should fuck yeah. yourself uh <laughs> 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 have a great week we'll see you next time bye. Bye. bye thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What's your Bye. Sign? What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?